Hi everyone, this is your host Dia Jin. I believe there isn't just one right way to manifest and create your dream life. And here at Paths Back to You, we will cover the whole spectrum, from the small and big things that challenge us to practical tips and ideas that spark our curiosity. Together with you, we will explore all the different paths that guide you back to your most authentic, powerful, and joyful state of being. Hi, everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Paths Back to You podcast. I am your host Dia, and today I am excited to talk to you about why the practice of gratitude can be very beneficial to our lives, and how you can start to integrate it into your daily routine. So, in the last episode, I talked about what are the things that may be blocking your manifesting powers, and I really think that the practice of gratitude can be a Helpful and valuable tool to help you overcome some of those blocks. So let's jump right into it. So first, I want to begin by talking about why or how practicing gratitude can improve our lives. One, practicing gratitude can help you tremendously in times of adversity and challenges. Number two, practicing gratitude elevates your energetic vibration and emotional output, which are basically essential for attracting more of what you want. Number three is、um, I want to start with a quote by David Steindl-Rast, and I quote: "Happiness doesn't make us grateful; gratefulness makes us happy." So you can really think about that.、Um, a lot of times, people think that we feel happy,、um, and then we feel grateful that we're happy. But that's actually not true. You actually feel joy and happiness when you are feeling thankful for something. So practicing gratitude really helps us stay in that joy and contentment. I feel and I find that happiness is a elusive. Thing very elusive. It likes to be chased, but joy and contentment, on the other hand, I think can be found in every single moment. And number four is gratitude can free us from the victimhood identity. And the victimhood identity is never good to have, especially when you want to manifest good things into your life. Number five. Gratitude can transform and shift our entire paradigm. And I want to paraphrase Jane Ransom. She says. When you tap into gratitude, you tap into neuroplasticity. When you continue to exercise gratitude, eventually this new way of seeing and feeling and responding becomes the long-term memory or the muscle memory, you can say. So, see, I used to not really get the whole picture of being thankful for what you have because when things are crappy, I mean, it's really hard to put yourself in that space of feeling thankful. But after trying it out for a month, where I wrote my gratitude every single day, and having to get really, really creative some days to come up with what I'm grateful for, I truly now am a firm believer. So as I went about my practice of gratitude, I've also learned more about what it really means to tap into gratitude. It's not a kind of forced positivity or just forced positive thinking, although it's okay that if in the beginning it could feel that way. Feeling grateful is much more than positive thinking. Gratitude is such a strong human emotion, and those feelings aren't always easy to come by, especially when in your mind. 
or in reality, there are a lot of challenges in life, whether it be big or small. But what's important is training ourselves and reminding ourselves to live in gratitude is a muscle that can be strengthened, just like a physical muscle when you go to the gym. So think about this for a second. Just as somebody who is always seeing negative aspects of every challenge, his or her body actually retains memories of their reaction, and then it becomes muscle memory. So the next time you stub your toe or you didn't get the outcome you were expecting, your entire body, mind, and emotional state goes right into, oh God, this is so awful, life is crappy, bad things always happen to me. And it's like switching into this muscle memory mode. And over time, our brain and body rewires these reactions as the default mode. That doesn't sound good, right? So in a way, we're constantly reliving these old patterns. Now, if you're familiar with the law of attraction, this could be a major block to manifesting what you want into your life. Your energetic field is emitting pretty low vibrational feelings and emotions. So likely you could be attracting some of the same challenges back into your life. Dr. Joe Dispenza says, and I quote, the thought and the feeling changes the state of being. So it is with thoughts and feelings of gratitude that we begin to rewire our brain and begin to build a new reality we desire. I will link this video um, by Dr. Joe Dispenza in the show notes on our blog post because I think it's a very interesting thing to watch. So how can we start to practice gratitude? One of the very simple things you can do is by writing or typing out what you feel thankful or grateful for every day. I like to do this in the morning because my brain is super fresh and I'm weirdly one of those morning people. (laughs) But you can do this any time of the day whenever you feel like it or you can do it right before you go to bed sort of to cap all the good things that you're thankful for that happened to you that day. So I simply start by typing out the date and just begin listing all the things I'm thankful for. I list really, really small things like I'm so grateful for this yummy cup of coffee to really big things like, gosh, I'm so grateful to be alive today. It's a miracle. You can get really personal with it or you can get really existential with it. But most importantly is to have fun with it. Treat it like playtime. Just look and feel and remember and sense all around you. What can you be grateful for today? It could be people, things, feelings, anything you want. It should be fun. It should be a good time, not like a chore for you to do every day. And trust me, some days it is a struggle. We all have those days or moments in our lives where it's simply just so hard to find things to be grateful for. But you could be both right or wrong. What typically happens, and I'm sure everybody has experience with this, when something major happens or a challenge is affecting us or something is triggering us in the moment, everything else feels shadowed and overlooked. For example, when your partner or spouse or whoever does something that's unpleasant or you don't like, all of a sudden, all the good things they ever done for you goes out the window, right? I know I'm not the only alone one in this. Like when something negative happens, you automatically start to think about all the bad things instead of focusing on all the good things. But I understand. So sometimes when it's really hard for me to find things that I'm grateful for, I tend to start really small. Like I'm so happy it's sunny today or I'm so happy it's raining today so I can stay home and don't have to come up with an excuse and binge watch Netflix. Whatever it is that may be, you can start small when you're not feeling in the mood. 
Okay, I'm going to take this a little bit further because I know that many of us probably have trouble with practicing gratitude, especially when things are really tough. So here are some tips or rather process in how it can help you to feel gratitude when things get tough. Very first step to finding light in a dark situation is to surrender. What does that mean? Accept that it is happening. Try not to resist it or fight it. We all try so hard to control outcomes and circumstances because it makes us feel really safe. I know I'm one of those people. I like things to go the way I expected them to go. I have major control issues and I feel uncomfortable when things don't go my way. I literally need like a day to mentally prepare for what's happening tomorrow. So, but the universe has a funny way to test us so that we learn to let go and surrender. Now, when things get tough, I know some people like to just push those feelings away or run away from it or distract themselves. But if you can, begin to try this. Don't push away the bad feelings. Simply accept them as they are. Sit with it as if you're sitting with a frenemy. And allow this thought or energy to just be there for a moment. And then when it's ready, send it off. I'm not asking you to be plagued or stuck in a negative feeling or emotion, but you have to allow it space so it can be let go of. If you keep suppressing by means of a substance abuse or avoidance, that energy, those thoughts simply get stuck deeper inside in your energy centers, in your body, in your mind. And when it's stuck, you better believe it'll come up again. I'm going to just break it down for you guys a little bit into a practical practice that you can try next time um, something negative affects you or you get triggered and you can't find your way out. So this is generally, and this is something I took away from this author named Suresh Ramaswamy. And he wrote this book called Just Be, Transform Your Life and Live as Infinity. I just wanted to give credit to the author. I can guarantee that 100% of the people listening to this has experienced this. Um, When something or someone triggers you in a situation, we typically will react like this. First, we judge. What is the thing that caused this internal reaction? Negative feelings are going to come up and we start to judge that person or that thing outside of ourselves. Or maybe we start to judge ourselves. And number two is you start to feel a grudge. Negative feelings cannot be dissolved. Therefore, you have this residue of icky feeling inside. It may come up as anxiety, stress, maybe panic or anger. I know I'm an angry uh, reactor. So what we do is we hold a grudge against that person or that thing and it really blocks our path to feeling good. The next thing that happens is called, he calls it drudge. So repeating patterns from being triggered by similar experiences build up and it becomes a pattern. And I can definitely see this happening to anyone working in customer service or anyone in a relationship. What happens is you get a lot of unpleasant experiences. You start to weave this pattern and question why you keep having these negative experiences. Your frustration grows, your resentment grows with each time you get 
get triggered, building up to even bigger energy bomb for the next time this happens. I know that I am guilty of doing this and I'm trying to work on myself at being better. Instead of reacting, I want to learn to respond. So a healthy way, and this is the practice that you can try, is when something triggers you, first slow down. So whatever the thing is, you will start to feel that ickiness inside, anger, stress, panic, whatever. Slow yourself down and allow yourself to feel it fully, but do not attach any more thoughts or emotions to it. Do not resist. Don't push or pull. Give space and time to that feeling. Sometimes it could be very intense, but try not to add any more analysis on top of it. You know, you start creating stories in your head about how this person or situation has deeply offended and wronged you in all the ways they suck. Now, the second step is instead of holding a grudge, flow. Be very transparent and let this feeling flow through you so that it does not leave a residue. You can practice whichever visualization method that may help you with this. For example, you can visualize this energy you feel literally departing from your physical body, perhaps from your feet, and it is being drained into the earth, the planet that's always supporting us. You can visualize that or you can visualize this cluster of negative energy just coming out of you from the front of your body on top of your head whatever it may be really sense when this feeling is starting to subside and it is leaving and becoming less and less until it is nearly faded to none it could be very hard at times but keep practicing this is why you can always see a challenge or trigger moment as a practice moment and feel grateful for it honestly because it's always something for us to practice Now, the final step is called glow, or he calls it glow. Place a hand on your heart. Um, He says on your heart in the back of your head, but I changed it to on your heart or your belly because that's where I feel most comforted. Um, And gently gaze to the third eye. For a few minutes, just inhale and exhale naturally. Slowly begin to call up or invoke a feeling of gratitude and joy if it is there for you. If not, just allow the peace and calm to radiate throughout and across your being. Imagine light from the sun or sky showering down on you, like those um, ring shower shower heads. I don't know what they're called. So this invisible shower that just washes and cleanses and warms you. So keep trying this method. Whenever you're feeling triggered, it could really, really help rewire your subconscious and conscious mind, as well as your body's chemical reaction whenever an unpleasant pleasant experiences happens to you. So now that I've given you some practical tools to help you get out of a triggering moment or an unpleasant moment, let's talk about the next thing. Do not only write down and think about what you're grateful, but actually invoke and call upon the emotion of gratefulness like why do you feel grateful for this this tip is definitely very much intertwined with the law of attraction and how you can manifest good things into your life 
One of the biggest things on opening ourselves up to receive and manifest what we want is certainly not positive thinking. Rather, it's genuine belief and the power of feeling. If you really want to attract the good stuff, you got to feel the good stuff. You can think and twist around a situation, but that's only the first step. You must then step and feel into the gratitude. So don't worry if you're not good at it at first. That's completely normal, just like learning a bicycle or learning how to ride a bicycle. But once you practice and train these muscles enough, it will certainly become easier and easier to call up those good feelings, even in really tough situations. And I'm just going to impart a little Buddhist teaching for you here. So there's this idea of the second arrow of suffering. I will demonstrate it with a more modern example. Let's say you've just woken up and you're making coffee, getting ready for work. All of a sudden, you run to the table and you stubbed your toe. It hurts, we all know. So that was the first arrow, the actual physical pain. Now, the second arrow is your emotional reaction. After you hurt yourself, do you start to curse yourself? Maybe at the table, do you get mad and upset with how clumsy you are and now this event has ruined your entire day and that is the second arrow the first arrow is often inevitable but the second one is truly 100% our choice we can choose whether we respond to the situation or react blindly by adding more pain and suffering and so I really find that practicing daily gratitude helps with this idea immensely. I'm going to share a personal story with you guys now, um, one that really made me realize how this practice has helped shift my entire foundation. So I tend to freak out and panic when things don't go my way. It's probably something a lot of us feel. We want to control every outcome, every circumstance. Basically, I had been practicing gratitude for a month or so every day consistently and then I came home to Los Angeles. I had a surgery the next morning and I was heading to a friend's house. I had this overnight bag packed full of my things. I got into a lift car and I we drove off. When I arrived at my friend's house, got all settled in, realized that I had left my bag in the car. Now the old me would have panicked forever and freak out and feel like crap and just add more suffering on top of the actual pain of losing my back. But instead of that happening, what I found was I did panic. Don't get me wrong. I'm not you know, untouched by negative things happening. But what happened was I panicked for a few moments. And the very next thought I found myself thinking was, thank God I lost my bag, which have things in it things I can replace. I didn't lose my limbs. I have my legs, my arms, my body's intact. My health is intact. I am okay. All those things that I lost or maybe you have lost are all replaceable. So I was shocked at how quickly I got into from panic mode to gratitude. And as crazy as it sounds, I really believe a lot of it has to do with me rewiring and training my brain to think that way. So sadly, the end of the story is that I never got my bag back, even though I reached out to the driver and to lift. Um, but look at me, I'm okay. I lost my bag, um, but I didn't let that 
add another layer of suffering to this negative situation. And in fact, I actually felt so grateful because somehow that day, I intuitively knew to keep all my valuable electronics at home. Normally, I would have my laptop and you know my camera and all that stuff with me, but that day somehow I just felt like I wanted to leave them at home. It's very rare for me to do that. And when I lost my bag that day, I was just like, wow. Somehow, maybe the universe sent me a message, or maybe my higher self or my, you know, intu intuition told myself to leave all the important stuff at home. So even though, yeah, I did a lot, lose some valuable things, they were all very easily replaceable, and um, didn't cost too much money. And I'm just happy that I am healthy and didn't lose a part of my body. And so you see that it is obvious that none of us can avoid negative things or people that come into our lives. But what we can do, and it's a very powerful thing to do, is to change and shift our old reactions and train ourselves to respond instead. And thus canceling out that second arrow of suffering. And practicing gratitude can truly retrain our old neural, physiological, and energetic reactions. I believe it's a very integral part to living with a more open heart, being able to shift into a state of joy and appreciation, and just finding light in adversity and challenges. Really, really helpful to start and help change your entire paradigm of living and creating your dream reality. So right now, think of one thing you're grateful for. You can write it down in a notebook or just type it out on your phone. And beginning from today or tomorrow, see if you can just find a tiny block of your time, maybe on your lunch break or in the morning or nighttime, to schedule in some gratitude practice session. It can definitely be challenging on some days, but just stick to it anyway for at least a month and see if it makes a difference for you. I know that it certainly makes Made a huge difference for me. I truly believe that it's the element that can help enhance your conscious journey and to help you step back into your most powerful and authentic self. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a good rating and review on whichever platform you're listening. I would really, really appreciate it. Also, make sure to check out our Facebook group and Instagram um, and blog post for any show notes on book and video recommendations. The Facebook group is called Paths Back to You. Um, that's paths with an S because there are so many different paths that we can all take. And the Instagram will be at paths underscore back to you. So that's again, paths with an S as in the plural, many, many paths. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am your host, Dia, and I hope you have a beautiful day. Mm -hmm.